Welcome to the Law Firm Culture 2.0 Show, where your questions help the legal community build progressive, productive, and profitable workplace cultures that work for everyone by leveraging the power of authentic relationships. I'm your host, Camila Axum former attorney and relationship ICU patient, now principal consultant and executive coach at Exum Consulting, and a relationship jogger working toward the triathlon. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad you're here with me for episode two. Today, it's time for our first Q&A. Woohoo! Excitement! Now, before I get to the question, just a quick point. We take your confidentiality seriously, so we may edit the question that you send us and the background information a bit just to protect everyone's identity and, of course, for clarity and brevity. Also, I'm totally making up names for everyone involved because that is my joy. So let's get into it. Today's question comes to us from Andy, who asks, are some employees just impossible to please? One of my paralegals, Simone, has expressed to me before that sometimes she feels unappreciated. She's a great worker and I don't want to lose her. So I've made it a point to thank her for her work multiple times recently and even gave her a generous Superstore gift card. But I'm hearing from others that she still feels unappreciated. We're a small shop and I cannot afford to offer any major bonuses. I know she knows that. I'm frustrated and I'm ready to give up trying to please her. Are some employees just impossible to please? Hmm. Sounds like Andy is really trying here and just getting nowhere. I can understand his frustration. Could this be a communication problem? Maybe Andy's idea of a quote-unquote generous gift card differs from Simone's. Maybe this has nothing to do with Andy at all, and Simone is salty because what she really wants is to be living her dream life in Paris. I don't know. How do we get to the bottom of this? Offhand, I spot two issues. Andy's frustration may be interfering with his decision-making, and there may be a misunderstanding between Andy and Simone relative to what it looks like to give and receive appreciation. So let's look at both. First issue, Andy, what role does your frustration play in resolving this issue? How does it benefit or interfere with your decision about what to do next? If it interferes with your decision-making, how might you minimize or eliminate it from your process? What might be a useful way to address your frustration? Now, I'm asking these questions because I want Andy to think about whether and how his frustration is causing this readiness to give up he references. Addressing our emotions is always the first step in relationship management. And I know it's not your favorite, but that's okay. We can do this. We simply don't have authentic and productive conversations when we're triggered. So in a future episode, we're going to talk more about how to address our emotions in a healthy way. But for today, this is a good starting point. The next set of coaching questions address our second issue. Now, remember, that's whether there's a misunderstanding between our parties relative to what appreciation looks like. But before we get there, I want to introduce you to a concept that we'll be using often in this podcast, because along with unfelt or untended emotions, it's nearly always at the center of any conflict, workplace or otherwise. This concept is what I call fact versus story. So what's it all about? All of our thoughts are either facts or stories. 
Facts are things which can be proven as subjectively real. Okay, so what does that mean? Objectively real comprises three categories. One, something which can be measured like temperature. Two, something which can be recorded on video camera like that bird is flying. And three, a body sensation without interpretation like my stomach is growling, but not like my stomach is killing me. Got it? Everything else is a story we're making up. I'll say that again. (laughs) Everything else is a story we are making up. Facts sound like this. Uh, Francis arrived at work after 9 a.m. every day this week. Dottie billed more hours than any other associate last month. Chuck laughed twice while Mr. Buxton was speaking in the meeting yesterday. Okay? Stories sound like this. Francis is always late. Dottie is our best associate. Chuck is a Yahoo. You see, because stories are not objectively real, they're changeable. And that's really important to remember because in conflict, what's going on is that we're often emotionally wound up because of a story we've told ourselves. When we change our stories, we change how life occurs for us. So with this in mind, let's get back to Andy. Andy, since she didn't tell you herself, how do you know whether Simone feels unappreciated now? How might you be certain whether she believes this or not? Now, I'm asking these questions to get Andy thinking about whether this frustration he has is a result of a fact or a story that he's made up. And and this can be a useful set of questions because if Andy recognizes that he's telling a story, it opens up the door for critical thinking rather than thinking from emotions, which is so often what we do in conflict. I mean, is there even an issue here? We don't know. The next set of questions are going to assume that Simone is disgruntled a bit. Now, like I said, it might not be true, but on this show, you know, we're just going to need to choose one route or another so that we can move forward. So, Andy, if Simone does believe herself to be unappreciated, how might you find out whether this thought has anything to do with you or a system over which you have control? Now, this question is designed to help Andy take a step back from seeing this conflict as sort of a personal slight and to get him to think more broadly about the potential solutions here. He may be having a difficult time uh, recognizing that there is a wider uh, set of options available with respect to appreciation here than, than what he's thought about thus far. Andy, if Simone's request is something over which you have control, how willing are you to consider meeting that request? If you're not willing to meet it full stop, how might you negotiate that need? Who else would need to be involved? What obstacles do you foresee that you can plan for and be ready to manage in the moment? Now, with this set of questions, I want Andy to problem solve his willingness and ability to meet Simone's needs. Andy, if Simone's request has nothing to do with you or a system over which you have control, how willing would you be to advocate for or support her needs, depending on which of those things she wants? What might that look like? Who would you need to involve or influence? 
what obstacles do you foresee that you could plan for and be ready to manage in the moment? Okay, here, same thing. I'm still walking Andy through that problem solving analysis, only this time we're looking at it from the perspective of the, uh, the issue being out of his hands. Listeners, before we get to today's two cents, a heartfelt thank you so much for being here. I hope that you find Andy's coaching questions useful. Remember, we depend on you to bring us your law firm culture questions to aid all of us in the legal community. Whenever you submit a question, you're moving us forward as an industry. Yes, you. Thank you. You can send your questions to info at eximconsulting.com. That's info at E-X-U-M as in Mary, consulting.com. And if you'd like to work with EC on a trust building strategy for your law firm, please reach out to us there as well. We love to have that kind of fun. Okay, now time for my two cents. Recognizing each other for good work done or even good effort is critical, and it looks different for everyone. After all, of course, what makes us feel appreciated is based on our stories, not facts. So leaders, get to know how each person on your team likes to be recognized, and remember to check your list early and often. Look, don't take anything personally. And if you do, take some private time to manage your emotions before addressing the situation. All right, everybody, that's it for the show today. I will leave you with this adage. A person who feels appreciated will always do more than is expected. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye-bye.